Hello and welcome to the Good, the Bad, and the Podcast, the podcast where we talk about a certain genre, director, actor, of the big screen, and look at their best, the worst, and the movies that only a mother would love. My name is Micah. Hey, I'm Kelly. And I'm Charles. And the other Kelly's here too. Yes, and uh, if you remember from our last episode, episode 31, which was romantic comedies, uh, we had a surprise ending, which if you haven't listened to it, go ahead and stop what you're doing. Go listen to it right now. Okay, you're back. All right, so Charles, would you please catch us up to speed? Yeah, we did a Valentine's Day episode, romantic comedies, as you said, and Kelly and I announced that we wanted to do movies about being pregnant. Because there's nothing more. That's it. Just, <laughs> yeah. we just, we just, just because, yeah, yeah. that or movies about being parents. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and so this we had a huge congratulations afterwards. Of course, after we turned off all the microphones, we all just went crazy. Yes. It's pretty funny because it ends with you just saying, "All right, wow." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it is absolutely fitting. So what are the movies that we watched? Well, we uh, we chose uh, Junior Juno. And nine months. So, those are uh, some pretty uh, diverse films. <laughs> they, uh, it was it was a wide range there, yes. Charles. So, well, what do you think? What do you think we're gonna do? Uh, you want to do this chronologically? Yeah, let's do it chronologically. Yep. Mark started something good for us. Okay, so chronologically, oh uh, nice shout out to Mark. Uh, chronologically would be Junior from 1994. So. This is, uh, I want to point out, this is a list that Kelly and I made. We kind of talked back and forth on this. Some of these she hadn't seen in a while. Um, but which one do you think this is for me and Kelly? You think it's my good, or our good, our bad, or ugly? I think it's going to be your bad one. Yeah? Uh-huh. What do you think? My guess is bad. You're both wrong. <laughs> what? Is was... it, it's, it's the ugly then? It is the ugly. God, please. Okay, yeah, yeah. Please, please let it be the ugly. <laughs> please don't let Juno be the ugly one. The <laughs> sad world. All right, so Junior, nineteen ninety four, nine months, your, nine months, or nine months, is your ugly pick. Okay, so here's the synopsis, uh, and I'm going to pull up the whole thing so I can read it. Oh, it's pretty short. As part of a fertility research project, a male scientist, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, agrees to carry a pregnancy in his own body. When the let's see. Let's see, there um, this is actually like two different synopsis running here. That was the short one. This one says, when research funding is withdrawn and human experimentation is denied to them, two scientists decide to test the, a drug by briefly impregnating one of them. However, Arnold Schwarzenegger becomes attached to his unborn baby. See, I, I just want to start right off by saying when I, because I, this, uh, surprise, surprise, I'd never seen this movie before, before I was. Had in, you heard of it though? I had heard of okay, it, yes. Okay. <clears throat> um, just by that synopsis and like hearing about it and kind of knowing about it, I expected this one to be your ugly because it's such a like it's such a premise that's ripe for being ugly. But when I watched it, it just it was different than I expected. So, in a good way or bad way though, like what did it, what were your expectations? Uh, I just I thought it would be a little uglier. I don't, I don't know. Like just well, no, I know what you mean because especially knowing you, Charles, and you. <laughs> You love the little nuances that Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> brings to his characters. <laughs> this is a high concept movie, right? You know they were basically high sitting around saying, <laughs> they were sitting around saying, "Wouldn't it be cool if we could take like like the biggest action star on the planet, make him do all the stereotypes of a woman, 
Oh, even better. Let's make him be pregnant. You know, let's... Okay, you say high concept, but I even wrote down that I feel like this is they were in a brainstorming session and sent the wrong notes to the production company. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we weren't supposed to send those notes. That was a joke. Yeah. Well, and it's and it's Ivan Reitman who also directed Danny DeVito and Schwarzenegger and Twins, which is an awesome right. movie. Yes. So you've got a you know got a great director. You've got I like I love Schwarzenegger. I do. I love Danny DeVito. I, I Emma Thompson's great, mm-hmm. but uh, it's it is at points so bad it's good. I mean, it is it's every stereotype about being a woman that they have Schwarzenegger do, and you know this is going to sound like a weird thing. I didn't want this to be a comedy. Like I wish this was like a drama, <laughs> a, a serious movie about about like seriously like. And maybe not. Maybe Schwarzenegger was the wrong person for this. But I'm talking about a drama where they do like a pregnancy and a man, and they're trying to keep it under wraps, and I, like almost like a thriller drama thing going on, as opposed to like a cheesy, really cheesy thing. I, and I don't know. And I, his ex-wife. I heard you talking about who is his ex-wife again? Who's the actress? Uh, I forget her actual. Danny DeVito's but... ex-wife. I just uh, said Pamela Reed. She plays Marlene Griggs Nope on Parks and Recreation, so that's yeah. So her character was annoying. The whole side thing. She's she she's pregnant as well, and she she tells Danny DeVito that it's it's Aerosmith, it's someone from Aerosmith, and then it's like, oh no, this twist ending is it's not really it's a, it's like someone that went on tour with him. It's like it's their uh, personal trainer. Yeah, it's like what? Why wouldn't she just say that? That's a stupid yeah. stupid yeah. side note. I was expecting it to be that was like a test she was doing and it was really his all along but she was like no i was hoping steven tyler was gonna come in the hospital at the end like jamming out um that was my cue to you am i gonna do a steven tyler note but i don't know uh he's not feeling he's not no but um can't channel steven tyler but yeah no seriously like i really i thought that was going to be the big reveal at the end you know and then he was steven tyler was going to save the day but <laughs> I, I kind of wish that would have happened. I that mean, would have been great. I guess what I'm saying is it wasn't funny enough for me and it wasn't dramatic enough. And it was this weird, weird thing. Because, I mean, there were some, I actually think the acting was good in it all around. I mean, but there are parts that I really do like. And I, I don't know. I it, it, it There is a, a part of me that's like, okay, when Schwarzenegger says he's pregnant, he really is. And he's. And even the part when he's in drag, like at the clinic, like <laughs> whatever, and it's like, well, you know, whatever. It's it's fine. You're 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 at least he's trying something different in this movie, like, and that's that's both the good and bad of this movie, I guess, which is why I'm calling it an ugly pick. Oh well, well. <laughs> hey, you guys, nothing, nothing. No. Do you guys hate this movie? I don't hate it, but I just didn't think it was bad enough to be ugly. It was just yeah, bad I enough think to be bad. I just think it's completely ridiculous, and I was. I had my wife watch a little bit, and she's a medical person, and I'm asking her, okay, would this work? No, no, you can't just put it just randomly in some guy's uh, abdomen. You know, you gotta, there's there's a reason a woman has a womb and the muscles stretch a certain way, and well, it just did, doesn't work. They did have the, the, the surgery at the end when they were talking about how they were extracting the baby and all that. Well, I wrote down here too. <laughs> I, that, I did, I, I thought the science was weird. I did say that, so just playing devil's advocate. That the and where I thought you were gonna be and and you are, um, the ugly side would be uh, Arnold, and uh, it's a, it's good Arnold, you know, kind kind of like there's, Arnold can be funny with 
with twins and with kindergarten cop, you know, and even jingle all the way, uh-huh. you know, that was my ugly because it's, it's still Arnold going, put the cookie down. Yeah. yeah. But there was no good Arnold in here for me. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't a good Arnold. Well, he did have the catch. Like, he's like my body, my choice or whatever. <laughs> yes. That was great. <laughs> he had a few catchphrases and I'm pregnant. And I just cannot eat. It's like, it was, it was completely ridiculous, but you know, the concept was horrible. And for me, it just went completely south when he went to the pregnancy retreat. <laughs> That's what yes. I was talking about when he's in drag. Yes. And he's no. like, a, see, you love like that part. I hated that part. He's like yeah. all the all the steroids they gave me in East Germany when I was for the, <laughs> the women's weightlifting team, but I'm all woman. Oh, Come on like now. Gatorade. Yes. Oh, I, okay. <laughs> well, Kelly, anything you want to say about that movie? <laughs> You know it's audio, right? They can't see your note. I know. I'm shaking my head now. No, that it's just kind of a weird movie all all around. It's like weird. I just didn't figure we could do a, a category about being pregnant without mentioning Junior. That's true. It's one of the most famous movies about being pregnant. I would say. Okay. So. <laughs> Is it right? Is it because yeah, you all knew it? You hadn't seen it, but you heard of it. That's why yeah. I asked earlier. That's true. Junior. Junior. Oh, gosh. And then, oh yeah, and the, the twist is that he's. He's carrying Emma Thompson's baby because they stole the yeah, the egg the from her. And she, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a weird. I don't even know. It's very bizarre, like invasion of. It's like, bizarre. She should just sue him and Danny DeVito. But no, yeah. she's she she's all happy would, with it. She probably would have if they wouldn't have had a little love connection going on. Yeah. Oh, very strange movie. Okay, so next on your list is Nine Months from 1995, right? Well, nine nine months is its title, and it was made nineteen ninety five. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Let's see, nine months. So, this is. Let me give a synopsis, and then I'll tell you if it's my bad or my good. Samuel's life is perfect. That is until he finds out his girlfriend is pregnant. Now he must face the issues that come with being an expecting father in a most entertaining way. This is not biased at all. Who wrote that? <laughs> Um, in a most entertaining way. Yes. Uh, here's a better one. Can when you he, read it when like he, a Hugh Grant? Not at all. When he <laughs> finds out his longtime girlfriend is pregnant, a commitment phobe realizes he might have to change his lifestyle for better or much, much worse. He, 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 might, I mean, he might have to change his life for, for better or worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Hugh Grant. Yes. I don't even... That's, man, I wish you could see the visual that went with that. A lot of, a lot of tongue going on. Um, okay, so... Is it my bad or is it my good? Bad. Uh, I well, see. I put it as your ugly, so it's got to be your bad. Yeah. Well, I. I had this is my bad. This movie's awful. Yeah. The reason here's the reason I really, really wanted Kelly to be in this episode with me because when she watched it, you should have heard the, some of the stuff flying out. <laughs> Kelly, I don't even remember all of the horrible things I was saying about this movie as we were watching it. It was so bad. <laughs> that sounds. That's not very scathing at all. Like. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't write any notes, but I. He just. He leaves her like three times. I think they break up like three different times and get back together. And it's just like get your stuff together. Come on. I just. It's. It's just a stereotypical thing, right? Like it's. It's all the stereotypes, you know. Of, um, you know the male. Uh, I don't know. It's just. I. I like Hugh Grant now. I don't really like Hugh Grant from the nineties. I guess I like, I like four weddings and a funeral, but I don't really like him in this movie. In fact, the only one I like in this movie is Julianne Moore. Like I think Hugh Grant's yeah. character is obnoxious. The 
Tom Arnold and uh, and uh, what's her name? Joan Cusack. Joan Cusack. Oh, that gosh. couple is probably one of cinema's worst on-screen couples ever. They're they're terrible. They're annoying, and the movie somehow managed to shoehorn them into like nearly every scene. Mm-hmm. And their kids are just off the wall everywhere. I'm like, who would let their kids just? Walk up and start eating out of someone's picnic basket. Yeah. And then, and then jumps on him and starts giving him CPR. It's very, very, very It's odd. weird. Yeah, yeah, it's awkward. Like, it, the whole, every scene with the friends in it is just awkward. It just make, like, makes you want to knock them out. Like it, But the thing is, I don't like Hugh Gant's character, so it's like, I don't care about either one. I actually, surprisingly, I like Jeff Goldblum's character a little bit. Well, because he, he's Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. yeah. He's Jeff well, Goldblum I was telling her this is Jeff like Goldblum. this is like Jeff Goldblum, like stud Jeff Goldblum. You know, like oh yeah, I was he not is prepared stud. for that. Yeah, this he is, is stud man. Is, well, because it's like it's just after you know Jurassic Park, which you know he uh-huh. had his, you know that's that meme of him in the jeep with his shirt off. You know, right. he was a stud in the Fly in the eighties. This is like his ten year period where he was a stud, and then Independence Day, he started becoming like more the nerd and the, all that stuff, which yeah. can be studly, but it, I don't know. Yeah, he was. It was very much like he's the playboy or the rich yeah, playboy. What happened to stud Jeff Goldblum? I don't know. I think it's still there. I think it's still there. He's he's going to be in the new Independence man, Day movie. Man, he filled that t-shirt. Nice. Yeah. I'm a married man. <laughs> <laughs> but but the, but I, here's why I liked his character because he actually seemed realistic. Like he you know he he was trying to give Hugh Grant advice and then it was like really he felt the opposite and then even when Hugh Grant. You know, when he found out he'd been broken up and, you know, might not see the baby, he was trying to cheer him up. He seemed like a real person, like had multiple layers to him, even though, you know, initially it started off as pretty stereotypical. And is he the brother of Joan Cusack yes. or yeah. Tom Arnold? No, Joan, Joan Cusack. Because I don't yeah. see a family resemblance no. on either no. side. No. No. And He's adopted. It's just, do they say that? or No, they... but I mean, like, she's like stark white Irish and he's, mm-hmm. you know... Italian, sexy Spanish, cake. yeah, yes. exactly. Sexy That's his heritage. <laughs> but no, I mean, but the, he, like I said, I kind of liked his character, but I just didn't care about Hugh Grant at all. I didn't care if he changed his ways. He annoyed me to no end. Like, mm-hmm. It's like, again, they did everything like stereotypical guy. Like, oh, I'm afraid of committing. I'm afraid to get married. Oh, I'm afraid of having a baby. Oh, I don't want to give up my sports car. They did all these things. The you know, I, I. And then and then there's Robin Williams, which oh my gosh, yeah, which oh, yeah. I know I love uh, Robin Williams, but in yeah. this movie he just got on my nerves. I'm like, yeah. it's not funny, like especially like the first time they meet him and he's like he had the date wrong because he had it pro was it for a chimpanzee or something in it programmed, yeah. uh-huh. and he's freaking him out thinking they didn't conceive. And even that scene, Hugh Grant is like over the top. He's like, oh my god, I'm not the father. And it's like, well, wait a minute. Wouldn't you just ask him to double check it instead <laughs> yeah, of assuming exactly. your girlfriend's a- cheating on you or something? Yeah. I don't even know. It's, or couldn't you just do the math yourself and exactly. figure it out? Like, it's not... <laughs> I don't understand. Well, and also he says something about, you know, I developed this uh, program on the computer. Well, you know what? You could just look at a calendar and that's... that's You don't have to but develop a program. count backwards. Yeah. No, no, I remember, though, this is like 20 years ago, though, so I don't... Yeah, but I mean... I don't know. I don't know what they had. Maybe at the time when it first came out, maybe it was like a really revolutionary thing to be able to use a computer to, you know, figure that out. I don't know. Oh, gosh. Well, I... You said it really well when you were talking about Tom Arnold and Joan Cusack are shoehorned in. I think Robin Williams' character is shoehorned in. They want you to like this character. It's like, hey, look how funny Robin Williams is, and he's got a funny Russian accent. Isn't that funny? And the malapropisms. Yeah. And like, why did he have Yeah, yeah. They're not even funny. They're not even funny. Yeah, that's... They're just... Like I said, I love him, and I, I... 
I, this is not trying to knock on Robin Williams, but I am digging a dump on Jonah, Jonah, Joan <laughs> Allen, Joan Cusack, and Tom Arnold. They're terrible in this movie. I'm Mostly dumping on Tom them. Tom Arnold. Joan Cusack was well, bad, but not bad. They just combined. These are, there is one funny line. My friend Robert, uh, we used to well, this movie used to come on HBO a lot, and there's a part where Tom Arnold goes down to meet uh, Hugh Grant. And he doesn't want to tell uh, Joan Cusack who he's talking to. And she's like, who's at the door? He's like, it's my mom. He's like, but your mom's dead. Yeah, I know. It's really weird. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, that one line cracks a, me up. That but, is a funny line. But that's, yeah, I, I, I almost feel like that was ad-libbed. Yeah. And, okay, uh-huh. so you're, you're saying, yeah, Tom Arnold, they're, they're, they're all bad. And they're kind of icing on the cake of bad. But I think the, the, the source is Hugh Grant for me. Right. No, I he's, agree. Just, he's just walking around the whole time being ultra British and... <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's just oh, oh, brilliant. I'm, 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 you're pregnant. Yeah. That's just that's right. how I see. And that's how I hear Hugh Brent. Yeah, I have to give away my sports car. <laughs> there was a a Family Guy thing where Hugh Grant like popped in for three seconds, like they do on that show, and he's like, oh. oh, oh. I'm just so charmingly befuddled in that. <laughs> and then he like went away and it had nothing to do with anything anymore. But that was, I think that's kind of oh, on the nose yeah. about his character. Yep. Like I agreed. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think every scene in that movie is bad because there's a whole scene where he's trying to get to the hospital and get her to the hospital and they hit the guy oh, on the gosh. bike yes. and something with the old people. Do they hit the old people too? He like, he almost hits yeah. them. Ends up with a motorcycle and 12 people in his car and it's just like, what? No, no, your, your, your SUV doesn't fly over hills and hit people. I don't know. It's just it absurd. Like, it's it like felt every like it, scene is absurd in that movie. It felt like it should have cut away at some point with a guy in front of a live studio going, Oh, look what he got himself <laughs> yeah. into now. Like hee-haw? Yeah, yeah like hee-haw. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like hee-haw. I should also point out that both Junior and Nine Months were set in San Francisco. Yeah, I noticed that. Oh, wow, that. yeah, you're right. I don't know San what Francisco. The, I don't know how that's relevant, but... Lower film um, permit rates, I guess. The, uh, in the 90s, anyway. You know this was directed and written by Chris Columbus? I do. Which Chris Columbus wow. either... He, he he either does him great or does him horrible, and uh, it's actually adapted from a French film too, which uh, I'm not. So gonna... you put a British guy in an American movie, <laughs> sourced from a French. There you go, person. That's cool. It's foolproof. Yes, such diversity. It's like putting Arnold Schwarzenegger in a pregnancy movie. I want to see a movie about Jeff Goldblum's character. <laughs> I bet you do. Yeah. <laughs> you Nazi yeah. spinks. <laughs> Or Minx, Spinks. I don't even know. What isn't that a British thing? Not Spinks. What? <laughs> Naughty. Yeah. Um, no, it's an isn't that Austin Powers thing. Like they call them yeah. Minx or Spinks. I don't know. I think Minx. Egyptian or. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. All right. So fast forward to. Fast forward, man. You really don't like my episodes, do you? <laughs> <laughs> fast forward to fast my good forward one. In the years. Fast forward to 2007. Juno, my good pick. Um, faced with an unplanned pregnancy, an offbeat young woman makes an unusual decision regarding her unborn child. Unusual? What? What? What does it mean by unusual? I mean, adoption is not really unusual. No, no, it's not. I mean, I guess it's more the way she finds it, like in the paper. It. I mean, it really is a story of her deciding what she's going to do, right? I mean, she uh-huh. initially is going in to have an abortion, and then runs out, and you know it. Then, then it's kind of the whole thing. It's like you know, you you really get to know the other characters a lot, like Jennifer Garner's character, Jason Bateman. Right. There, I mean, I love Juno in this movie. Don't get me wrong, but it's really the supporting cast that I really, really love. Um, mm-hmm. And 
and part of that has a lot big part of that is the way the script is and you know diablo cody won an oscar for the script mm-hmm. it has a very you know its own rhythm it's a very unusual style and for me it was off-putting at first like when you're in the opening scene you know and and she's like you know <laughs> doing the pregnancy test and he's like you know, that ain't no etch cats That's one, what is yeah. this skill you can't that's undo? What, you can't undo, yeah, home slice. You can't undo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's just really weird. And the dialogue kind of goes like that for a while. Like, uh-huh. it's very, like, stylish, over the top, kind of stupid. And then it's all of the adults that are more well-rounded, normal characters. And usually in movies like this, it's the, the teenagers are the smart ones. They're the right. ones that know what's going on. The adults are the right. idiots. Kids rule, parents rule. Yeah, but in this case, like, she she kind of learns that her parents, her stepmom is actually right. Because she's basically, so the, the person she's going to give her baby to is this couple that hasn't had a kid yet. It's Jennifer Garner, Jason Bateman. And, it, you know, Jason Bateman really starts having this kind of inappropriate relationship with Juno. But she doesn't see it that way. She sees it as just a friendship and getting to right. know the baby and all that stuff and getting to know the mom. But, you know, her stepmom says, you know, be careful there. There's, you know, there's more to it. And she's like, no. And she's a big deal. And, and I like how she also says not just like, hey, be careful. But she actually points out, you know, this is way beyond your maturity level because with in a mar- this is a marriage and you don't, you know, there's a certain uh, rules or there's certain... Um, Lines that you don't cross, uh-huh. right? In a Juno doesn't see it until it's too late, yeah. And then, and, and, you know, it, it crushes her, right? Um, and so Jason Bateman, even though he's playing kind of a sleazy character doing that, he's still very realistic and you know, multi-dimensional. You can relate to him in yeah. some, in some ways, yeah. yeah. And it does start out, I guess, in some ways, it's innocent, but you know, I'm not a bad person. Yeah. Or yeah. Kelly's yeah. looking yeah. over yeah. me like, like, really, man? Yeah. No, 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 no. no I totally see what you're saying. Like, I mean, it's it's you know, and that's, it starts innocent enough and. But that's apparently his thing, you know, he's like playing guitar and he's, he's, you know, he's essentially wooing her without her even realizing what's happening. And, mm-hmm. you know, and Jennifer Garner knows that, like she comes home and she's, she senses it and, it, uh-huh. and their relationship, I think it's played out so well. It's so realistic. This is one of my favorite Jason Bateman roles and, and it, he's not just playing a silly character. You know, he's this is a really dramatic character. Jennifer Garner is maybe my favorite character in this movie. When she finally like listens to the baby and she's talking, and yeah, yeah. You, she is the heart of this movie, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's not Juno. It is right. Jennifer Garner, and that's yeah. the thing, and that's that's why I love this movie. And and he, you know, Michael Sarah, he's in it. He's he's funny. Was it Tommy <laughs> Bleeker or something? Whatever his name Me is. Me, Michael Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I really really do do like this movie. I think there's a lot of heart to it. Yeah. So. Well, I'm really glad you brought up the supporting cast because that is, my, this was my second viewing of it, and also let's point out that it was made in 2007, mm-hmm. guys. And That's crazy! Wow, that makes me feel kind of old. <laughs> and when I first saw this in 2007, I related to Juno and Bleeker more. And I wasn't a I wasn't a high school, but I still related because that was the younger, you know, like, oh, what are we gonna do with this kid? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I kind of related to Jennifer Gardner and Jason Bateman's character a little bit. But now, watching it ten years removed and having kids of my own, I I was totally invested in um, J.K. Simmons and um, Allison Janney's characters, yeah, the parents yeah, of Jerry. Yeah. I mean, I was I was like really invested because you know I could feel that. They still love her, and they want, they, and they're they're 
disappointed, but they still love her and want to take care of her. And yeah, I mean, seeing it from their perspective was really what made the movie for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and you know the uh, Kelly, again Kelly and I picked these movies. I think she was kind of leaning more towards Knocked Up, right? Or did you did you, put, you still like this one more? What do you think? Uh, I think I just thought of Knocked Up first because it's a newer movie and it cracks me up. It's just, but it kind of has the stereotypical characters and you know female male. But I like Juno that it's just it's really realistic. Like you know you can relate to the parents, you can relate to Juno, you can relate to you know the adoptive parents and it's just I think emotionally like they're all really realistic characters mm-hmm. and it's not your stereotypical like just you know characters that you normally have in a pregnancy movie yeah and True. I you know it's a heartbreaking scene but I love the scene where Juno pulls over in the van and is like having a breakdown like that mm-hmm. I just this movie like I said it starts off the first five minutes or so I didn't like I was like this is gonna be too too stylish in dialogue, too hipster. you know, too hipster maybe. And mm-hmm. I, and, and then it, it really just kind of evolves into this really complex movie. That's well, I'm the same mm-hmm. way. The first, well, yeah. it's really the first act. Uh, I was watching and going, you know what? This movie just doesn't hold up the way I remember it. And then once the second act came in, I was like, okay, yeah. Then the third act hits and I'm like, and I'm very invested <laughs> and go, yeah, okay. This is why this movie was nominated for an Oscar. It was nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. And she was nominated for Best Actress. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me ask this question. Do you think if this... Got very serious, Mike. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> do you think if uh, this movie came out today, this year, do you think it would be nominated for Best Picture? I do. Yeah, I think it probably still would. And in fact, I think part of the reason I'm surprised by how old it is that, to me, it still feels very modern. Yeah. Yeah. Although, do you notice they never use a cell phone in this movie? Well, she uses that hamburger phone, right? <laughs> yeah, but that's not that's a hamburger. Phone. I think I, they're, but I think they're intentionally trying not to. Yeah, and it's although it's, the iPhone wasn't out when this movie came out. Whoa! Whoa! That's wow. That's true. Okay, so I guess that that might be the reason why. Um, well, it's not like the iPhone's the only thing they could have. They could have Nokia's. <laughs> I mean, Nokia's and whatever. No, we're Apple people. Come on. Uh, I kind of got the feeling too and I couldn't help but think about this during the first act and I have to say I kept on thinking like Napoleon Dynamite could walk in at any minute just the way the dialogue is and the way that the whole like quirkiness of everybody and I mean, I like Napoleon Dynamite, but I, I don't yeah, see this. Totally I don't see them gelling in this movie. I, I, do. I, I was actually rewatching Nacho Libre the other day a little bit. Oh, <laughs> I forget how absurd those movies are. So, well, anything, anything anybody else want to say, Kelly? She's been awful quiet over here. <laughs> just soaking she's, it all She's in. laughing in the background. She won't, <laughs> she won't even lean into the microphone to laugh anymore. It's, it's, all, <laughs> it's all a dream. Now, these were uh, great picks, guys. Yeah, these were, these were fun picks. Um, anybody got any big announcements to make? Well, no? No. No, I I do want to say I apologize for taking your pick last time. I don't I don't know no, that's okay. I don't know how you want to go about reimbursing yourself for for you know skipping you. Oh, it could be like Final Destination, where it's, which you probably haven't seen. No, okay, no, 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 no. <laughs> shock, shock, yeah, and Never mind, never, never mind, never mind. Was yeah. it made in 1933? No, I was gonna say that that it you know you cheat death and then it <laughs> still comes back for you. I don't even know where I was going with that. That escalated quickly. 
<laughs> All right. It, so it, basically, when you do it, it still comes back. Like it's still gonna be your turn. Is my point? Some point. Okay. Which well. is next time, right? Yes. Are you? But I'm saying, are you gonna do like two back to back, or how do you want to tackle this? I I I don't know. We probably should talk about this beforehand. I did not think about it, so I have not prepared an answer for you. Well, we'll just skip uh, it then. All I can, all I can, oh, <laughs> that's perfect. I'm sorry, I brought it up. Forget everything. <laughs> I mean, I I. Kelly, before you say your picks, mm-hmm. uh, I'd rather do picks instead, so I'm going to go ahead and just interject my movies. <laughs> Dang it, guys. You got something you want to announce, Micah? <laughs> no, nothing. Oh, well, I can announce that uh, our new miniseries, Here and There, is going strong. And by strong, like maybe one person's listening no, to it. No, I've gotten a lot of, I've got a lot of good comments about it, and uh, it's uh, basically, if you haven't checked it out yet, it's on our channel here and there, and it's a character study of Batman looking at him in the uh, books and graphic novels versus the movies, and Charles and I are going through these. We're about, uh, we just released episode five. Yeah, so we're halfway there. Halfway there. Yeah, it's a 10-part uh, series. We're a little more here, or a little more there than here, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. We're a little more there than here. Uh, but it's a lot of fun, and uh, you should check it out. And it won't always be Batman. We're going to continue doing some other characters. We so are. Got we some are, surprises coming yeah, up, I think. Yeah. Kelly, Kelly's kind of looking on the horizon uh, for what uh, what our next one is going to be. Yes. So And um, Mark as well. So Yeah, we're, I, we're bringing uh, in some more voices, so you don't have to hear the three just, of us. Just, <laughs> just Mark. <laughs> just, just one voice. <laughs> All right, so Kelly, what's, yeah. uh, what's your genre pick next time? Okay, so next time my genre is going to be bum, 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 classic tearjerkers. Um, tearjerkers pre-1970, or including 1970. Um, what are your picks? My picks are, in chronological order, Stella Dallas from 1937, um, Love Affair from 1939, and Love Story from 1970. Awesome. All right, great. And you can check us out on Twitter at Good Bad Podcast. And on Facebook, it's just awesome. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's so funny, Micah. <laughs> it's just... Uh... It's just awesome. It's just awesome. That's what it is. <laughs> okay, so are we done here? Because uh, yes. this has felt like a really long episode, but I think it's actually pretty short. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Yep, have a good one. Good night. <laughs>